There is a river, the streams whereof shall make glad the city of God, the holy place of the tabernacles of the Most High. The Spirit and the Bride say, Come, and let him that heareth say, Come, and let him that is athirst come, and whosoever will, let him take the water of life freely. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done. And there is no health in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent. According to thy promises declared unto mankind, in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. The Almighty and merciful Lord grant you absolution and remission of all your sins, true repentance, amendment of life, and the grace and consolation of his Holy Spirit. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 103 on page 466. Praise the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, praise his holy name. Praise the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Who forgiveth all thy sin, and healeth all thine infirmities. Who saveth thy life from destruction, and crowneth thee with mercy and loving kindness. Who satisfieth thy mouth with good things, making thee young and lusty as an eagle. The Lord executeth righteousness and judgment for all of them that are oppressed with wrong. He showed his way unto Moses, his works unto the children of Israel. The Lord is full of compassion and mercy, long-suffering, and of great goodness. He will not always be chiding, neither keepeth he his anger forever. He hath not dwelt with us after our sins, nor rewardeth us according to our wickednesses. For look how high the heaven is in comparison of the earth. So great is his mercy also toward them that fear him. Look how wide also the east is from the west. So far hath he set our sins from us. Yea, like as a father pitieth his own children, even so is the Lord merciful unto them that fear him. For he knoweth whereof we are made, he remembereth that we are but dust. The days of man are but as grass, for he flourisheth as a flower of the field. For as soon as the wind goeth over it, it is gone, and the place thereof shall know it no more. But the merciful goodness of the Lord endureth for ever and ever upon them that fear him, and his righteousness upon children's children. Even upon such as keep his covenant, and think upon his commandments to do them. 
The Lord hath repaired his seat in heaven, and his kingdom ruleth over all. O praise the Lord, ye angels of his, ye that excel in strength, ye that fulfill his commandment, and hearken unto the voice of his word. O praise the Lord, all ye his hosts, ye servants of his that do his pleasure. O speak good of the Lord, all ye works of his, in all places of his dominion, praise thou the Lord, O my soul. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 31st verse of the 34th chapter of the book of Jeremiah. Behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah, not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers in the day that I took them by the hand to lead them out of the land of Egypt, my covenant which they broke, though I was a husband to them, says the Lord. But this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, says the Lord. I will put my law in their minds and write it on their hearts, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. No more shall every man teach his neighbor and every man his brother, saying, Know the Lord. For they all shall know me, from the least of them to the greatest of them, says the Lord. For I will forgive their iniquity, and their sin I will remember no more. Here ended the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name, and his mercies on them that fear him throughout all generations. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent empty away. He remembering his mercy a hope in his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the thirteenth verse of the fourth chapter of the Acts of the Apostles. Now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John, and perceived that they were uneducated and untrained men, they marveled, and they realized that they had been with Jesus, and seeing the man who had been healed standing with them, they could say nothing against it. But when they had commanded them to go aside out of the council, they conferred among themselves, saying, what shall we do to these men? For indeed, that a notable miracle has been done through them is evident to all who dwell in Jerusalem, and we cannot deny it. But so that it spreads no further among the people, let us severely threaten them, that from now on they speak to no man in his name. So they called them, and commanded them not to speak at all, nor teach in the name of Jesus. But Peter and John answered and said to them, whether it is right in the sight of God to listen to you more than to God, you judge. For we cannot but speak the things which we have seen and heard. So when they had further threatened them, they let them go, finding no way of punishing them. Because of the people, 
since they all glorified God for what had been done. For the man was over forty years old on whom this miracle of healing had been performed. Here endeth the second lesson. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. And do thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Send, we beseech the Almighty God, thy Holy Spirit, into our hearts, that he may direct and rule us according to thy will, comfort us in all our afflictions, defend us from all error, and lead us into all truth. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who with thee in the same Holy Spirit liveth and reigneth one God, world without end. Amen. O God, who as at this time dost teach the hearts of thy faithful people, by sending to them the light of thy Holy Spirit, grant us by the same Spirit to have right judgment in all things, and evermore to rejoice in his holy comfort. Through the merits of Christ Jesus our Savior, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the unity of the same Spirit, one God, world without end. Amen. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, in whose hands are the living and the dead, we give thee thanks for all those thy servants who have laid down their lives in the service of our country. Grant to them thy mercy in the light of thy presence, that the good works which thou hast begun in them may be perfected. Through Jesus Christ, thy Son, our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed. Give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness, through the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. The love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. <clears throat> Good evening, everyone. Just a few thoughts about tonight's lessons. Um, today is Memorial Day, and I think it's important to just to take out, 
take a minute to to reflect on this. And I was thinking about this, this the our remembrance of those who have served our country and lost their lives in the service of their country. And this idea of a memorial, of remembering, and its importance not only for us as all of whom live in this country, but the notion of remembrance of those who have gone before, that's a, a foundational aspect of our faith this constantly looking back at what has gone before and reflecting on that. And so there's always a continuity with what has gone before. We do not spring up brand new and live in a faith that where things have not gone before. It's not brand new to for us. It's not a new thing. We have the legacy and the traditions of the church who have gone before. We have the, the, the legacy and traditions of Israel that had gone before that. We have the entire history of humanity from creation up until the Exodus. We have all these things to look back on and reflect on. We are always bound with one another, not only with the living who we are in relationships with now, but those who have died and gone before. And this is a very important notion. And this sort of plays into our, our, our lessons tonight in that we have, or in our lessons every night, where we have a New Testament lesson and an Old Testament lesson. Our Old Testament lesson is drawn from Jeremiah, where he's talking about writing the new law, the new covenant, which will be written on their minds and on their hearts. And we see this from our vantage point in the future, that this is the gift of the Holy Spirit that was given to the church on Pentecost. And God has written these things on our minds and our hearts. But this is only... We can only understand how this occurs because we have seen the whole history of humanity played out in scripture before us. How the first covenant, humans proved inadequate to maintain the law and how Jesus had to come into this world in order to fulfill the covenant, in order to give us this even better gift of the new covenant in his blood. And so that also raises a question is what does it mean for it to be written on our hearts? And we we run the risk of misunderstanding if we think of hearts as merely our emotional selves. If we think that we have been gifted by the Holy Spirit and thus anything I feel must be right. We know that this is wrong. We know we can see it played out in in the history of the church where people have had feelings about things and wanted to believe certain things because it made them feel good or made them other people feel good about them and how it ultimately doesn't work. It's obviously they're not following the, the spirit. They're following their own 
disordered desires. And this is always a temptation for us as we see, and we see the roots of this or this being played out in the our New Testament lesson where Peter and John are obviously been gifted by God with something special. They are performing these miracles. And rather than recognize it, what happens is that the people automatically, or the, the, the powers that be want to oppose it. They want to reject this, them preaching in the name of Jesus. So we see this, this the, the, the difficulty or the, the trials that we'll, we face by living in the spirit, by being gifted the Holy Ghost, is that people may recognize that there is something going on and not immediately be converted. They won't immediately join in. They will oppose it even more strongly because they fear it, because it means abandoning, abandoning everything that they hold dear. And that's always the difficulty is that following Jesus always means leaving behind those things that we have tried to fulfill us of this world that we cling to most strongly precisely because they aren't God. And so we always have to work on that and realize that the, the, that is not our heart speaking to us. It is actually our, our sinful flesh speaking to us and being and operating out of a, a sense of fear. If we listen truly to our hearts, we cease to be angry. We cease to be bitter. We cease to be needing anyone to do or say anything. We are at peace because we are at peace with God. And most importantly, at peace, or not most importantly, but, but, but equally as significant for us is peace with one another. Because that peace that we have with one another in the body of Christ, we can sort out these, the, the, the differences when the Spirit is talking to us and when it's our own feelings or our, or our own emotions. We can work those things out together. We do these things together. And that's played out in the traditions of the church where men and women had different ideas about how the Spirit was talking to them. And it was worked out together as the whole church, it was found what was heresy and what was orthodoxy. It was working together in the spirit. The spirit manifests itself most fully when we are in communion with one another, when we are acting as the body, when we are all together. And that body of Christ includes both the living and the dead going back through all time. We are all united together now in the spirit. And so that's an important thing to remember is that whenever we're facing difficulty, whenever we're doing anything in the spirit, it's not just me individually, it's all of us together. So just some thoughts about tonight's lessons. We will continue with the Prayer for all conditions of men on the bottom of page 32. 
O God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men, that thou wouldst be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth, and hold the faith in unity of spirit, in the bond of peace and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are any ways afflicted or distressed, in mind, body, or estate. that it may please ye to comfort and relieve them according to their sovereign necessities, giving them paces under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, that we show forth thy praise not only with our lips but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be honor and glory, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you all for joining us in prayer this evening. Hope you have a great Monday night. Thank you, Father John. Have a good night, everybody. Thank you, everyone. Happy Memorial Day.